Welcome back to part two. Death. Part one, previous episode, it was about life. All about life. But you can't talk about life without yeah. talking about death. Yeah. And this is this is kind of scary for people who aren't ready to die. But then again, who is ready to die? Besides the suicidal guys we talked about in the first episode, or suicidal people, I should say. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, I guess, sensitive subjects in a way if we get deep, deep into them. Mm-hmm. And who's to know how deep we will get in this death one but without further ado i bring to you your two hosts of the show moreno and seha jones kill that town death what is death moreno what does death mean to you when you hear the word death boom blurt out what comes to your mind the one word end end yeah, that's it. It's a good word. Ask me. Hey, so Jones, when you think of death, what comes to mind? Death? Dying? Oh, <laughs> you repeat it. Blood? <laughs> yeah. Gore? Yeah. That's what comes to mind. Loss of movement. Mm-hmm. Afterlife? Mm. I don't know. Death is a, it, it is a touchy subject because I feel that's the something that no one wants to talk about right no one wants to look i, I don't know i mean i'm not gonna say we're waiting for death but we know it's ha- it's gonna happen but no one wants it to happen anytime soon right you know and i mean i'm, sh- I'm i don't know i've never i, I don't know the death is, is, a, is a weird subject because i'm sure there are people that that know they're dying you get me and that must be Fucking crazy! Like, like the, just imagine, like, like imagine the bedridden, have, bedridden people, or yeah, or ter- even terminal have, patients, right? Yeah, yeah, terminal like, patients. Imagine like you know, like there's no way out of like you can't get out of this. You're gonna die, and you know, and it's just like not a matter of time. That that must be just uh, yeah. painful to go through. Painful, intense. I can only imagine. Like I, uh, uh, Erica recommended me a documentary. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called now, but it was on. I. I forgot what, uh, I might have to ask her what it was again. But older gentlemen? Uh, it was multiple people, uh. and they were talking, they were terminally ill patients, <laughs> and how to deal with it, or how people deal with being terminally ill, mm-hmm. or being with someone that's terminally ill, mm-hmm. which, that sucks, man. I can only imagine having a life partner that you've shared, whatever, it doesn't matter whether it's five years or 20, a life partner, nonetheless. Life is going good because that's how it happens to some of these people. Life's yeah, going crazy. good, life's going amazing, and then out of nowhere, they feel a little bit off. Not even to the point where it's exaggerated, they just feel a little off. And you know, go for a checkup or go to the doctor, and the doctor comes back and it says, You've been diagnosed with you know, stage four cancer, and stage four cancer is you know, you're terminally mm-hmm. ill. You know, we're giving you seven months. It's just like, What do you do? You have kids, you don't have kids. Do you enjoy the rest of your life? Do you start taking vacations and let, you know, let the person that's gonna stay here after deal with the decisions go deal, deal with the bill? Yeah. You get me? And if the person loves you, 
should they deal with the bills? Should they maximize your life by? And I'm not saying run up the credit cards, but you got seven months to live, dude. I would, you know, in these last seven months, I would try and travel so much. I think I would just start being a backpacker, and we're and and it sucks yeah. because sometimes it's not even seven months of good life. It's it, it becomes could you be, know yeah, could be the three worst. three months of of decent life, four months of suffering, mm-hmm. and it's just it sucks. Um, I I couldn't imagine how to be you know what being in that situation at all um i have lost two of my relatives to cancer mm-hmm. uh, it was my grandpa and my and his son my uncle and man like the visits to the hospital is just it, it was sad you know mm-hmm. it's a very very sad time and it's just yeah death it's a it's a scary thing man it's it's um it's very crazy to think that that that, that that's possible you get me like you, that, I don't know that you can just be alive one second and just not the next. And like we 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 both have have had um, people that we knew yeah. that were that were at a young age or or yeah I mean obviously younger ages that um that passed away and it's it's kind of weird because it's I don't know it's a, it's a feeling that you can't really explain because it's you know someone and you've you've hung out with, with these people. For a long time, and and before you know it, it you know, it's kind of like you know you take life for granted, and yeah. then after you wake up the next day, and it's just like, hey, this person passed away, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like you can't you you first you can't believe it, yeah, and then you have to process it, and then it's just like, you I don't know, you, dealing with it is is very it's different than dealing with anything anything else. Like it's 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 just di- different than dealing with a regular problem. Because it's something that you can't fix or you can't get away from. Mm-hmm. It's something that's done and that's the way it's going to be. And that's how that there's nothing you can do about it. You just as far accept as, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't do anything about the, the problem. I'm sorry. You can't do anything about the, the, the person not being there anymore. Now you have to deal with you being able to deal with that, that, that situation or that, that just um, circumstance. There's right. nothing else that you can do. And it's yeah. very, it's very, it's it's like a, it's it's a trip, yeah. it is. And I feel like just dying is is different than like how we were explaining. Like there's cause there's so much of there's there's one that like us we know we're gonna die at yeah. some point. Yeah, and that's the thing. And then, yeah, you, you're the moment you're born, you're guaranteed death. Yeah, that's something that you're guaranteed. You you're get, not, you you're get, not guaranteed anything other than death. You, that's gonna happen. Yeah. Literally, they make the joke that death and taxes are only two things guaranteed in <laughs> yeah. life. I mean, in reality, go live somewhere where they don't really have a stable economy or, you know, a set economy. You I won't mean, have taxes. People, there's people that, that don't end up paying taxes. Yeah. Get out but, of it. But but it, it you get out of it. But in general, death, you're... Can't you're, run away. The second you're born, you're promised that you're going to die. The old Grim Reaper's coming. You're, you're, on a, you're on a time clock. You're on a... TikTok, TikTok. You're on a, an hourglass, mm-hmm. you know, your hourglass, the moment you're born, they flip it upside down and you never know how, how many hours are in your hourglass, how many grains of sand are there. And that just goes to tell you that you got to going back to life, enjoy life to the fullest because mm-hmm. you're guaranteed death. So why sit here and reminisce about the good too much? Why sit here? worse off and think about the fact that you're gonna die 
Why? Mm-hmm. You're wasting your life thinking about what's going to happen when you die. Mm-hmm. When when you die, you die. That's it. Nobody nobody truly knows what happens when you die. Mm-hmm. We speculate that there's an afterlife. We speculate that there's going to be a better life at the end. Mm-hmm. But in reality, no one knows. And people have had these near-death situations. I actually uh, I was uh, listening to this person talk about a, a near-death situation with their mother and how... Um, the mom said that, because everyone claims to have a different near-death situation. But in reality, everyone, I feel like, some for the most part, not everyone, they, they just want attention. So a lot of people, you know, they, they think of this crazy, oh, I saw a white light, and I walked into the white light, and then I saw angels and all this and that. And, you know, sounds fake. Other people claim that you feel nothing at all, mm-hmm. like a, a literal feeling of nothing. And then some people say, you know, they speculate that dying is like is like going to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's, I mean, I, I feel like they're related. Yeah. That there's a, you know, a certain, uh, there's certain similarities in between both. But in reality, you can dream when you're asleep. You're breathing when you're sleeping. So your, your body is still working. And although you're unconscious, you're still alive. Mm-hmm. You get me? You're not dying. You're not dead. So there's still things processing in your mind. There's still dreams that you're having and all this stuff. When you're dead, there's nothing. It's more like getting knocked out. You know? <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's more like getting uh, knocked out by some kind of like tranquilizer or something. You know? You just boom, boom, ouch. Out of nowhere. Versus, you know, slowly going into sleep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so this person was saying that their mother described it as she felt like she was floating. She didn't feel like she was anywhere. She oh. said she was floating. And it was this uh, feeling of like fe- you feel like a feather. You feel weightless. Okay. Because that's why she felt like she was floating. And she felt she had no concerns in the world. Like no concerns whatsoever. She's like, you know, you come back to life, you realize, damn, I got to feed a cat. I got to go to work. I got to yeah. pay this bill. There's so much responsibility. So many things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that... When she was dead, she felt weightless, floating, because of not having to worry about anything. Like, well, I'm dead. That's it. And well, I mean, that 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 seemed kind of off to me. But then again, again, I I can't disagree with her. I can't tell her she's lying, or I can't disagree with anybody else who says this is what death is like. Mm-hmm. You know, we wait for the afterlife. People wait like, oh, there's gonna be a better life after. There's better life after. Enjoy your life now. Yeah. You know, because you can make this whatever you want your afterlife to be like Mm -hmm. because other people you know especially religious people they wait for that afterlife like oh and i don't say you have to suffer a little bit here but you got to do certain things in order to reach where you want to reach at the end you know and so they live their life a certain way waiting for death that's the one thing i don't like you're waiting for death. Yeah. You literally are like, uh, it's going to come and it's going to be great when it comes. So I'm waiting for that part. Yeah. No, have, you, you have to focus on now. You have to focus on life and yeah. enjoying life. Yes, death will come, but you shouldn't let your life be driven by death. I have, I have a problem with, with that, like life after death. I don't, I don't feel like there is life after death, but obviously we don't know. There is no guarantee. To, yeah. Um, you know, life after it, but... I have a problem with with that, and um, people believing that there is a life after after death. Cause I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna say that my life is horrible. You gave me or the best life I've ever had. 
but why why should we think about death as it being like the, there there being something after you hear me yeah because like life is life is good you hear me i i have what i need i i have the people that i that i need in in life and and i do as i i do as i please and i you know like life isn't horrible right and what what more am i going to get after death that is going to make it much better you hear me like oh okay maybe i guess if people expect not to pay for stuff or it, everything to just be like like you know like for you just to live life Mm. But I'll tell you this: There's been times where I'm like doing nothing, and mm. I want to do something. Yeah. And if that's what life of death is, death is like, you literally just don't do shit, and all you do is just hang out. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's not not that much fun. It's not fulfilling. Yeah, it's not thing. fulfilling. Yeah, exactly. It's fulfilling. And it's just like, yeah, you every everybody that you knew might be alive, and all these people were hanging out with. But at the same time, you know, life has been good, and you just have to keep continue to move forward. Yeah. I feel that the reason why life, the life after death um, thing exists is not so like for people to like to look forward to it, mm-hmm. but more so to like to look to 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 not be afraid mm. of dying. You get me? Right. Because it's like, oh, don't worry. There, you, you'll you'll get a second chance, or oh, don't worry. You know, once once this is over, it'll get better. You yeah. get me? I feel like that's that's the thing behind behind people saying you know that there is something um, after after this is all done, just to make the person just to comfort the person that is happening to I guess you get me? Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, that's what I believe at least. Yeah. It's life. Life. Life and death is a crazy thing, man. Cause we're here, and what are we here for? Mm-hmm. What is the meaning of life? Is and then is it to prepare for death? Because that's how some people live their life. Some people do, yeah. They live their life preparing for death, waiting for death, and yep. it sucks. But I, it's just you keep asking yourself this deep question: like, what is life's purpose? What am I mm-hmm. here for? What was I put on this earth to do? Why did I get out of one in four hundred tri- trillion chance? Mm-hmm. Why me? And if there is no point behind life. And if it's just enjoy it, so figure out life, enjoy it, see mm-hmm. what makes me happy. Everyone's different. You you give it meaning. You yeah you you have to give that meaning, because I don't think that there's a there's a you know a sure answer and people try and figure it out. And it, is it being happy at the end when you die? Mm-hmm. Is it being uh, or a sense of feeling accomplished when you reach the end? Some of the people that because I, I listen to near death experiences, people talking about it. And um, YouTube videos and stuff. And some people are like, yeah, like once they're like, I didn't feel like I was ready to die. But once I was there on the table and, you know, I died for a minute and a half because some people die and they come back to life, you know. Mm-hmm. So once I was dead for a minute and a half and I come back to life, I wasn't scared of dying anymore because it's like you, you lived life. You have yeah. 20 years, 30 years, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 years of memories. Yeah. 80 years of things you did. You get me? And maybe that's why people say that their life flashes before their eyes, before they die or something like that. It's just you're remembering all the, the good, the bad, what life was, the ups and downs. Yeah, you, life you, uh, life you, is a roller coaster. I feel like that's where all your memories come to you at once. Yeah. To make, to make pretty much to like, they, they, they all just show up all at once. Yeah. To tell you pretty much 
how your life was lived. You know I mean, whether it was worth it, and you you did it correctly, and 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 it was fine, or if you just like fuck, like the the bad always the good. You know, I fucked up. Yeah. Or, or, but that's pretty much why I think that that all, that that might happen because it's just to to give you the um the satisfaction or you know or maybe not of um how you lived it. It's something tough to um to go through. Here here's the big question though. Yeah. Here's the big the big huge question. Are you mm-hmm. afraid of dying? Like obviously what we said earlier, we all know we're gonna die. But are you afraid of it? I'm afraid of dying painfully. Mm. I'm afraid of going through death. Not necessarily being dead. So like, okay. But just more so, am I going to get ran over? Am I going to get chopped in half and live for another two hours before I die from bleeding out? Am I going to get taken out by a drunk driver? Am I going to get shot on my back while I'm walking? Am am I going to get burned alive? Mm. And if I am getting burned alive, why? Because it hurts to get burned alive. I'm assuming, but I'm 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 afraid of what I'm gonna go through in order to die. You know, because okay. I, I I feel healthy and usually I mean, not usually. I won't say that because I don't know the statistics. But there's a lot of bad ways to die. You know, they like painful. They, have a, they made a show of it. excruciating ways. ways to die. Oh yeah. Yeah, there, there's a show. There's a show on, on TV. It used to be on a while ago. It's like a thousand ways to die, and all these people dying fucking crazy ways. I've never watched it. I have to look into it. Sounds it's like old, an interesting it's old, show. Old, old show though, but it's it's um it's kind of weird. Yeah. Thousand ways to die. It gives you different ways of dying, and yeah. it's like episode after episode. But they're not they're not like I don't know they're they're not gory. Disgusting. They're not gory, right? Yeah. They're like bad ways of dying, mm-hmm. but they make it. Like a satire, like it's funny. Mm. So it's it's a little bit fun to watch in a sense. You get me? Okay. But at the same time, it's like fuck. Like people can people people have died like this because it's like supposedly it brings up all these different cases of people dying in in crazy ways. Like it, it's not regular ways. It's mm. crazy. That's the thing. Oh, that's okay. what makes the show popular. Back in the day. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so so that's 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 what I'm scared of. Uh, Actually, de- death. Only thing I'm afraid of about death is not being here to provide. For the people around me. Okay. Um, I've stated before on this podcast before that in order for me to feel good, fulfilled, I would need to be able to, like, take care of my parents. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, either buy them a house or pay their rent or and give them money on the side to, like, be successfully living life month by month, you know? If I have set something or I have enough money saved up or I end up making enough money to where I'm secured... And once I die, like, my parents will be good. My, you know, my girlfriend will be good. My brothers will be good. To where everyone I know that I care about will be good. And they won't need me in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I, don't want to say that I'm ready to die. But that at that point in life, okay at that course. point in life, I feel like, okay... I mean, I did everything I came... I, 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 I set to do in life. Mm-hmm. What did I set to do? I set to be able to take care of my family. I set myself to be able to, you know, have provided enough within that, you know, whatever lifespan I had. Hmm. And that's good. Like, that, that, there's nothing. I mean, yes, I could have done a lot more and I could have enjoyed life myself, more experiences and memories. But 
the the the, the journey mm-hmm. that led all the way up to the end, which was me being able to provide and you know have a life set for everyone around me. I'm good. I did it. So again, not necessarily scared of dying. Oh, I guess I'm scared of dying now because I, I'm not yeah. I'm not near. I haven't I haven't hit that goal yet. Mm-hmm. So it's still like damn, dude. Like if I was to die right now, it suck. But I mean, hey, ask me later on. Maybe 20 years from now, we're still doing this dying thing. Maybe next year. Yeah. Nah, nah. Oh, well, maybe <laughs> next year. You never know. I might, you, know. you know, win you the never, lottery. You I'm, never know. In you life. never know in life because it has that that kind of twist. Twist and but turns. How about you? Um. Are you? Scared of dying? So, I used to be when I was a young child. Right. But then after a while, I don't know, I, I, as I got older and grew up, for some reason, I don't know, I just never, I've never, I never felt emotion as much. I still don't that much. Like, I don't feel a lot of emotion. Yeah. So, I don't fear death more so. This is, this is more towards like you, I guess. It it kind of relates to yours. Mm. Where... In a sense, I guess not exactly, but I fear more more the death of others. Mm. You know I mean, because I've been I've been I've been part of 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 um, deaths. I mean, I haven't killed anyone. You know I mean? I've been I've been um, I've I've had people pass away, and that to me is um is is frightening. That that's that's um what I fear. So not myself dying, but people dying around me. Like for instance, you know, parents. Obviously, I I mean. Hopefully, at the same time, I do want to live for a long time. Mm. And if that were to happen, that means that my parents would have died before me. I mean, like that's it's inevitable. Yeah. But that would that would that's like knowing that they would pass away. That's that would be a fear in itself. Or someone like like for instance, like someone that I knew close to me, some like a mentor or or a relative or 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 anything like that. You know. Yeah. Um, a loved that, one. Yeah, loved one like that. That. Is, is what I fear pretty much because I don't I don't know if I mean I'm I'm sure I would be able to deal with it mm-hmm. but there's a difference between being able to deal with something and, and getting over to. it getting over oh, it like you know I mean oh, like that's okay. that's just like I think that would be what it would be difficult in life and like yeah. I said like I don't I don't care um, if if I were to die like mm-hmm. you know it, my time to come when if it's time to come to that then whatever um, and however it happens it's gonna happen but I don't know. It's just that that part. You get me? Because I feel like I would feel a certain way about it. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, I think that's what I fear. Mm. Um, not necessarily. Like I, honestly, I've come to turn with me dying at some point because, like I said, like we've had people that have died at young ages. People, I people that I know that have died like older, or even not people that have died like, let's say people live to a hundred, maybe in the in the in the middle. Mm-hmm. You get me? So it's like it can happen at any at any point. Yeah. And I've come to terms with that, but yeah, I've never, I've never been able to, to like get over people dying. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a trip in itself. It's, it, yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of moments, man. There's a lot of moments in life and we could talk about that right now, actually. Um, my question, which has been the most, the most impactful death? Cause I'll, mm. I, you know, you can ask the question and, um, you know, sometimes it does get too sensitive, but you can ask the question. Have you ever had someone close to you die? But we both have. Yeah, I, both I'm have. sure we have. You get me? Mm-hmm. So better than that, which one of those was the most impactful? Because tough. I've had I've had you know uncles pass away on mm-hmm. both sides of the family, mom and dad. I've had uh, grandparents. I've had friends, like I said, mm-hmm. they, they're like close friends. 
I've had cousins pass mm-hmm. away as well. And it's all of them have their own level of difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it, I think it comes to it comes with like the how close the relationship was to. Yeah, I think that has a has a big part. Yeah. So one of the one of the be- biggest ones was my uncle. To me, just cause it was one of the more okay. So I was older a bit, so I understood, and you know, I mean, I wasn't young that young either, not to understand what death was with my friends, mm-hmm. but I was old enough to where I was out of out of I was living life already. I can <clears throat> excuse me. It's not that I don't consider um, being in high school not living life, mm-hmm. but it's just. You're you're going to school. You have a daily routine. You're being taken a chore because it's something you have to do. Yeah, you're being taken to school. You don't you don't really have free will yet because of the age as well. Mm -hmm. But once you're outside of you know once you get out of high school, you get your own car. You start living your own life, doing your own things where you're not around your parents all the time or um, a family member. Mm -hmm. It's a little different. So at that point in life, you know, I was in life. You know, I would go visit my family, go talk to my uncle every now and then as well. And then, you know, I get the horrible news that, you know, I, I, I would hate this, dude. Every, every time I was at home, and it, it's weird because as soon as my mom's phone rings, and we're not, we don't sleep in the same room, and we, like, we don't even, we're not even that close as far as, or back then, we weren't that close as far as bedrooms. But somehow, every time she got a late phone call, I would kind of, like, wake up in the middle of the night. And then I kind of hear my mom tearing up. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Like, I, I know there's nothing good coming of this, you know? Mm-hmm. It's happened before where one of my uncles was shot at. And uh, we, like, sped all the way over there to my, you know, it was my grandma's house to see exactly what happened, what was going down. This was, like, at 3, 2.30 in the morning or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Bad. And then, you know, we've had it where, oh, someone was hospitalized. You know, a relative start, stopped breathing. Like, my grandpa and grandma stopped breathing. So, we had to take them to the hospital, see what was wrong. And then, those, like, bad phone calls in the middle of the night, you know? So, it was one of those bad phone calls. And um, my mom's just, this time, uncontrollably, like, crying, you know? And, like, I'm hearing from the other bedroom, kind of half asleep. Because, again, I'm not fully awake, but, like, I, I'm waking up or something. And then I hear my mom open her door, and I'm like, holy smokes, man. Like, this is going to be bad, you know? Mm-hmm. And she comes in, and she tells me the news, and I'm just like, what? Like, what happened? And it's just, you're shocked. It, 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 you have a horrible feeling in your stomach, and, like, you want to cry because you feel like crap. But at the same time, you can't cry because you're just stuck, and you're numb, and it's mm-hmm. just like... And then out of nowhere, you know, minutes later, the tears come out of nowhere and you just start like not being able to control yourself and you're trying to be there for your mom. And it's just it's a horrible place to be in, Mm -hmm. you know. And then we were driving to my grandma's house and the whole time I'm just mom, like, just stop crying, mom, stop crying, stop crying. Because it was it was her brother, you know. I'm like, it, 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 like you, you don't even know what to tell her. Like, it's going to be okay. How do you tell someone, you know, yeah, it's going to be okay. But how do you tell someone that it's going to be okay when they've just lost someone, you know, a, mm-hmm. a brother at that. Like, someone that you grew up with side by side, that you knew them from the age of that. They were, especially him, because it was her younger brother. She knew him from the day he was born to where he was now. And, like, it's just so hard to tell someone. That it's going to be okay. Especially because I know I needed to be there for my mom. Yeah, she had my dad. and I mean, she had all our support. It's just 
it's it's such a difficult situation and all the while I'm dealing with this as well mm-hmm. you get me yeah I, I mean don't get me it was my uncle you know yeah and it's yeah sometimes I'm like oh well, I'm not even close to my uncle but that, that that wasn't the case in my situation I'm trying to deal with this or driving my mom's crying like she can't stop crying my dad's just here like oh like driving the car you know like oh my god like she he doesn't know what to do I don't know what to do it's just it's such a bad 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 place to be in mm-hmm. where you don't know what to do and you got this sick feeling in your stomach and you catch yourself going in and out of crying and then you get to the house and you see all these relatives there uncles cousins everybody the majority of them are crying the kids are just running around cuz the parents are you know crying as well and it's just it's such a bad situation like all around in so many levels it's bad you get me dealing with death like you said dealing with death i feel like is is kind of more difficult than now that you bring it up and now that i'm voicing it out i feel like it's so much more difficult than actually dying mm-hmm. cuz it it brings so much so 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 much realization and it snaps people out of reality and it's just mm-hmm. it catches people off guard and it's bad man like it's just it's something that i wish you know obviously people would never have to go through and the people that have gone through it you know keep being strong cuz it will get better you know i've heard of uh my girlfriend told me that she used to have this coworker that she was with this guy and it wasn't even that they were young they were like 20 years old but she was with this guy for i think 3 years and they got married after the second year and it was young whatever right and then he died i think of cancer and he was a young kid right mm-hmm. he died of cancer and they were working together at a restaurant and then the out of nowhere like the girl would just like collapse mm-hmm. like she was she was doing the waiter job you know and then this is months after already yeah you get me this is literally months after and she'll just collapse and start crying in tears and then like the manager wouldn't know what to do and obviously he's like okay like take it take it you know take a seat drink some water and then there's customers there but i mean you can explain to a customer that you know this and that But yeah, it would take her months, like 3, 4, 5, 6 months and she'll just I don't know where like everything was fine. She didn't cry for a long time and she just started crying out of nowhere. And it's just it's just like it hit me like I don't have this person anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, it it's it's such a bad situation. Another situation uh my girlfriend told me about. So one of her coworkers uh committed suicide, you know? And I'm not going to tell too much into it, but she said it was what my girlfriend felt and then this is just a friend mm-hmm. you know and she said she cried at work there's people crying at work and it's just she didn't expect that coming from that person because they're so happy because mm-hmm. they're you know full of life and because you can't tell and you don't know what's going on with them they're a coworker you talk to them every day hey how's your weekend going blah 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 not much not that you guys are friend acquaintances but coworker you know yeah. you see them on the regular cuz you guys work the same shifts whatever and then Yeah, she heard that she killed herself and then uh the lady, she had two kids, you know, they were kind of younger, not uh ready to fend for themselves yet, right around that age actually, mm-hmm. you know, but not yet able to fend for themselves. And um she wasn't with the with the dad anymore, so she was raising them on her own, single mom, and then for her to take her life, she said uh my girlfriend said it hit her so hard because it's just like wow, like I can I I can begin to fathom the pain that my coworker 
what um, it was going through because to put to put her in the position to be able to do it and it was a pretty yeah. bad like it was a pretty bad um death okay so there's different kinds of suicide levels you know there's you know being able to slit your wrist you know there's shooting yourself there's you know hanging yourself and yeah i think one of the ballsiest ones is like like having to like shoot yourself you know like that's yeah. like i can't i can't put myself in a situation where you hold a gun to your head and it's like pull the trigger dude Pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull the trigger. Like, that's so hard to me, you know? Um, although it's quick. Because once you pull the trigger, you're done. I mean, that's what people would hope. You know, there's been yeah. bad suicide attempts. And, you know, you can try and hang yourself where it's kind of like, all right, I have the rope here. Just kick the, you know, kick the chair or do whatever you're doing. Okay, a little bit easier. Slitting your wrist, probably extremely painful. It's, but it's crazy to think, like, all that, it's, it's, it's just a matter of, like, you having... I don't know. I wouldn't. Cons- I wouldn't consider it courage, but it's just like you having, like you said, like the ball just to be like, in a matter of seconds, just do something that causes you to like you know just end your life. Like yeah, it's it's it. That's what I'm saying, and I know we're kind of getting off the subject. While it, I mean, suicide still on there, but yeah, she told me that she would be at work, my girlfriend, for like like she said the the, the work was off for like a whole month because I think she was like. Uh, I don't know what happened, but she was like a manager at their job or something. So she engaged with a lot of the people there, you know, and that everybody was just like so down and they just felt so bad. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that my girlfriend found herself times too, like tearing up because she would see a picture of her or something. And she'll be like, man, like, uh, you know, whatever this person's name, like, what were you going through to put you in this situation? Like, like, why didn't you ask any of us here for help? Like how bad was it you know and she, and like she literally thinks she's like i can't begin to imagine how painful or how much pain she was holding within mm-hmm. to have to literally put her in a situation to you know plan it out buy all the necessary things to do this deed write suicide notes and then finally go ahead and do it it was it's it, it's tough man and I know, you know, all these people out there suffering from suicide, uh, you know, that there's numbers out there, everybody. So make sure you guys ever get that feeling. There's always, and I'm telling you this, I'm telling you this because I've been there for people before when they've been in this situation that, you know, they don't know what else to do. There's people you can talk to. There's people you can talk to. Reach out there. Suicide is horrible, you guys. Yeah. Um, if you know anybody, the and uh, a lot of people might not know this, but the suicide hotline also helps you with tips um, on what to do with a person that is suicidal. So you know, because I'm, I'm telling you, like I've been through this before, and you know, I've had you know friends in the past or whatever, you know, and they. You know, I call the suicide hotline and they give you tips. Mm-hmm. They let you know. And even though you're not the suicidal one, you let them know what the situation is. And they're, they're helpful, man. You know, and people don't know how helpful they are until you actually try. Um, there's the Internet. There's there's a lot of help out there, you guys. So make sure if you guys ever feel that, you know, suicidal tone or you feel that in your blood or you're kind of having bad thoughts, you know, nip it in the butt. There's stuff out there. Listen to this podcast. Hopefully it makes you a little happier. Gets you thinking on the bright side. But uh, yeah, let's go ahead and change from this subject, Moreno. Got a little bit too in depth. 
Yeah, man, it's 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 a, it's a scary thing dying. It is, especially because like you said, the people dealing with it, man, mm-hmm. dealing with it, having to deal with it, having to move on from it, and like you said, you might move on from it, but you it's it's def it's difficult to get over. Very. Yeah, what's your worst uh, experience? Um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have one. I feel like all of them are bad. Yeah. But the ones that I that I felt have hit me the the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, the way that I deal with death is very unique to how I deal with life in general. Yeah. I am I, very optimistic, but a lot of times, I, like I said, I, I don't have much emotion, I guess. Mm. It's very weird. Like, I can't share or I can't, like, um, be excited about stuff or, like, feel bad about stuff. Like, I can't, like, show it. You get me? Mm-hmm. Like, if, like, if something happens that's, like... I don't know, like if somebody were to say like, oh, hey, um, I just, what, I just graduated from school after this and this or whatever, or like, oh, hey, I just had a kid and blah, 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 blah. I can't show that emotion. I can't be like, oh, great, or something like, it's weird for me to do that. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. So it's, it's, it's kind of the same thing when it comes to death, but the ones that, that have hit me the hardest, um, were like the, the death of, um, of like my, my teammates. Like, mm-hmm. or or friends from school, for for two reasons. One, because it it's the first time that you're 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 part of it. I guess you know what I mean because it's you're young first. So yeah. so it's like it's one thing someone telling you what death is and this and that and you knowing. It's another thing. It actually happening to someone that you know mm-hmm. and that's close. Yeah. And then two, it it those hurt more or I felt those more because of of the age. Mm. And because in, into your head, in your head, you're like, you know, we're the same age, and and then you're just like, they have so much to like, still live for, and right. the other one is like, why why did that happen? You get me? Like you can't you can't explain it to yourself as to why someone so young would just like, be gone, like in, like like that. I guess you know, like it's it's very hard to to get through to your head, especially at a young age, and to deal with it. Like it's it's not it's not easy. Yeah. Um, that's that's why those hit the hardest, just because you don't you don't expect the one, mm-hmm. and you can't explain it to yourself. And even if people explain it to you, like you know, you you can't you can't still understand it because it's like this person is 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 fifteen sixteen, and you're like, what could I have done mm-hmm. to for them to have you know, for the, for this to have happened to them? Yeah. You just can't deal with it. Because you, you can't think of a kid doing something horrible, horrible, you know, for them to to, to die yeah. immediately. Like, it's, it's just it's crazy to... to they just, they're, they're barely starting their life. Yeah, it's they're like barely how, starting yeah. the journey. Yeah. Uh, like, how... Why? Why them? Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, and it's and it's crazier to think, like, your life can be taken away from you just like that. Like this. Like a... Yeah. You know, snap of a finger. But... Mm-hmm. The good thing about it is that no matter when you go, mm-hmm. you will always have memories. True that. There's always a way, you know. Just remembering people, that's that's the most important. Like I mean, part of um, life. I feel. I feel like at least the most important part of life and death, mm-hmm. which is be to be able to have that. You know, at mm-hmm. the end of the day, you have the memories that you share with the people that passed away. You have the memories that you have with people that you met. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like we, like we. Like this part one, this part two of life and death, like life. Obviously, we ha- we all have one. Right. That's it. We have one, and that's it. 
and death is inevitable. Like we have to, it's gonna end at some point, and we're gonna meet people. We're gonna do things throughout it all, and when when we're on our deathbed, that's what we're gonna have at the end of the day. We're gonna, you know all the money that we have and and all, all the all the jewelry or all these tangible stuff, you know, cars or whatever. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, what we're gonna have is our memories, people we sh- we shared with, people we met, our family members, things we did for others, the advice we gave, all that we're gonna have at the end of the day. And like we were saying earlier, we're, it's all gonna come into a into this bowl, and we're gonna be like, look through it and say, you know, uh, my life my life was was good, and I have these pa- these people to think about. And all these things that I can, I can just reminisce about and be happy about it. Hopefully, be happy about it. You know. True that. True that. And with that, we'll go ahead and end this two-part episode about life and death. As always, uh, please remember to comment, comment, uh, subscribe, subscribe, please uh, rate, fo- follow us. Follow us. Tweet at us. Tweet, tweet about. Us, tweet us. about us. Tweet about us. Come I, I, on. I don't think I've ever been tweeted about. I haven't either. I, I would like to be tweeted about. Yeah. Tweet, 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 tweet. Please do. As always. As always, live your best life. Keep killing that sound. Kill it.